Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the AWE podcast as part of the Daily Combat podcast. We're combining shows here today. This is Hollywood, Matt Connolly, and I have to do it legally, contractually required to do a double bicep. Oh, and I've been upstaged here. Oh, yes, the background is is he was prepared. Look at the (laughs) He zoomed out. He's got buttons just for the bicep pose. It was. It was, the button was ready. On he was waiting for me to, to do the pose. That's right. That's right. You got that's right. That's right. my own show. That's great. So yes, but welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the co-host, the co-founder, the co-breather of air, co-wearer of clothes in this very room, the king of sting, the master of disaster, Thunderlips, the ultimate male. It is, in fact, the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year award. You can see it right there. This man is an illustrious man. He, he was holding up his illustrious trophy. I'm going for it again this year. Yeah, I've got my nomination. Yeah, do you think you'll uh, you, you'll probably uh, be the favourite? We, we competition this year. Yeah, there's got to be a lot. There's got to be a lot of Dave Stockbridges out there in the world. Yeah. I reckon well, this is the winner. <laughs> we need. I think. I think we actually need to dig and find out what you're up against properly. Yeah, I've taken out a few of them naturally. So, so it's been a process of weeding them out over the years. I, I, I don't want to expose myself to any like strong competition, but uh, well, actually, when when, when you hear of Dave Stockbridge being born, you know, I pay attention. I read the, read the papers. I cross them off, and when they're about three or four, I you know, well, you, you'll find that there's a, a high instance of. Um, Tragedy associated with young Dave Stockbridges, but look, now's not the time. Now's not the time to be talking about oh, these things. That's and right. uh, well, yeah, we'll the- so it is Dave, Dave Stockbridge. <laughs> welcome to your own podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for that very, very warm welcome. As always, Hollywood Mate Connolly, we've got ourselves a very special guest, uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Ryan Blue Bowen. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Blue Bowen, and uh, Ryan is Ryan. You're much more than just a beard. It seems you you are indeed a physical transformation happening, occurring before our very eyes. And yeah, uh, the, the, sorry, the beard, the beard, the beard is uh, a fairly new feature. Uh, wasn't that long ago that I wouldn't have had sufficient hair in my face to attempt this, but um, hmm. we've we've reached a level of maturity in life that it's 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 possible. There are if I turn side on, there's still there's still gaps oh, yeah. in. Uh, but I can brush them over, so it's okay. But, yeah, man. So, I, I actually have a quest to become the strongest ginger in the world uh, in respect to arm wrestling. Uh, that's that's one of my one of my goals. I know Matt wanted to talk to you about your physical transformation, but I was I was quite intrigued by the facial hair transformation. I wondered if they happen to go hand in hand and whether one's possible without the other. Well, there, well, there, there is a direct correlation, just like just like. I've never been seen with Batman in the same room. Draw <laughs> what you will from that. Um, my strength has gone up as my hair has gotten longer on my face. That, that is also a correlation. Growing out a moustache is, mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass, though. I, I'm trying. I, I, I hung out with Sam Safuri the other day, and that's a beard. Okay, like mm. like and his moustache is this long ass thing that just comes out yeah. of here on top of this massive beard. Yeah, and I'm trying to grow it out, but. It is impossible to eat anything now without getting shit everywhere, and um, I don't I think, think I could. I don't think I could kiss my wife now at all. It's like she's like <laughs> you have to fight your way through the jungle to get there. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting hair in your mouth, like I've. Yes, when yeah. I eat, 
when I eat, I'll bite the hair. I'm like, ah, yeah. And then, yeah, you gotta, you gotta constantly do this. And <laughs> so you, so the diet is primarily protein based, and that's hair. It's a hair based diet, <laughs> hair and that's leading diet. to the. So it, it, yeah. I think you've got to start off with what what type of moustache do I want to accompany the beard, and and uh, and I think from there it becomes all the easier. I think if you're just in that growing out stage and you're not quite sure and you're just in the wilderness yeah. when it comes to your facial hair and you're not sure what style you're going to go with it's one of those uh, it's one of those growing pains you just got to deal with unfortunately yeah, you feel a bit like a like a you feel a bit like a caveman and you're not sure what's going on and and uh you don't know whether you should trim it or not but at the moment <laughs> it's just let it go just let it go and see what happens. so you've had no no trims as such and when was the last time you, um, you had a shave the last Really getting to the core, uh, yeah. Like the big issues. We want dates and times and names. Mm. <laughs> this is uh, since September. And, oh. and was the goal always to grow a beard or did it just start off where you, you just hadn't shaved for a few days and then that turned just, into just, a week I and then you had a beard? It wasn't a plan until, funnily enough, about a month ago, I said to a couple of buddies, I said, you know what, I'm going to go all in on this world's strongest ginger thing i'm chasing it i'm gonna i'm gonna market my damn beard i'm gonna mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow a beard and that's gonna be a best story and an angle and yeah. and i and i did and next minute i got the beard struggle even uh knocking on my door and sponsoring me so it's it's been it's been successful it's and, earning, that, and that's a, money as you speak and that's a beard beard struggle and if people wanted to uh, get yeah, a great product at a discounted price 20 percent off for the code arm wrestle <laughs> 20% off. 20% mm. off. What is it? They use a code? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, just chuck in the code armwrestle at beardstruggle.com and you'll get 20% off. Mm. Wow. Well, <laughs> what sort of products do they sell there? Everything. Beard oils, beard balms, beard waxes, brushes, combs. I don't know, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and how did all of that come about? They, they, they noticed your beard journey and decided to jump on board? Was that how it went? <laughs> I think it was my association with Hafthor Bjornsson and how much I look like him. And people, uh. it, was, it just became so obvious that I was the next uh, greatest ninja to, to walk roam the earth. And they, they couldn't help themselves. <laughs> Yeah, this wasn't meant to be a podcast about beards, but I'm happy to continue the discussion. Um, do, do you actually, do people treat you differently or do you feel that the world treats you differently now that you're a muscular man with a beard as opposed to, say, just a few short months ago when you were neither of those things? <laughs> you know, you know. I have to say yes. I have to say the world does treat you differently with a beard and being muscular, um, for sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try. I wouldn't go back. You're not going um, back. No. Look, my my wife is. Even though she won't kiss me, my wife has very directly told me you were never to shave that beard off because I've done it once before since we we're mm. married, and she was like, "What is that?" No. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, the world treats you differently with a beard. So you have spousal support through this process. Yes. yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. This is great. How about you, Matt? Because you, you're recently new, new to the beard game yourself. I am. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I mean, you've got it's nice and thick now. And yeah. and uh, what, what brought you to the world of beards? It was, it was the same as, as Brian. I just stopped shaving for a few days and then it was like, eh, let's just see what happens. And then eh, I'll just keep doing this. And, and now I've I had uh, people have it, asked me questions. Oh, do you have to – Russia, do you have to do? And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but, but honestly, Matt, we we got to be, we got to be truthful here. Your correlation, you you made about a 10 kilo gain as well during your That's time true. of, of mm. beard arriving. So yeah, there's something true. to it. <laughs> I mean, Dave, Dave was Dave 
when before he had his beard, he was only a 65 kilo welterweight or something. Uh, not even. <laughs> he, could barely, he could barely bench press the bar. And I had a very high pitched voice. That was yeah, the other thing. <laughs> I think the world does treat muscular men with beards differently, and uh, having having been on, on either sides of that of that coin, and and as as we all have, um, I, I would suggest to anybody anybody who wants to command a room, the easiest way to do that is put on twenty kilos of muscle and uh, grow, grow yourself out a nice beard, and people people seemingly respect you a little bit more. Mm. I don't know if that's because you know the the three greatest. Men of all time, I guess, are God, Jesus, and Santa Claus. Santa, yeah. and uh, I mean, there's you've got your beard correlation right there. I mean, Jesus was pretty lean, but you know, <laughs> the other guys, you'd imagine, fairly muscular. Santa was bulking. Santa, Santa would have been big in the day, but I think he's just one of those guys as time went by, like he kept his frame, <laughs> you know, just let's go. Just, just sort of slipped down a little bit. <laughs> I, think, I think I can but see Santa with a big, big, big bench. I think Santa's got a big bench. I, I would say so. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of power up top. <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, so <laughs> this is amusing us. If it's not amusing you yeah, at home, yeah. we're, we're having a great time. So, yeah, we, don't, uh, so we don't even need a segue. We're just going to keep on going. <laughs> we'll just keep going down this particular rabbit hole. Um, so, uh, so Ron, it, it has been somewhat of the the body transformation. And and for those that aren't following arm wrestling, um, but uh, might may just be tuning into the Daily Combat podcast and uh, aren't familiar, Ryan's a, a world class arm wrestler and and. and one of the biggest names in the sport, having garnered a huge following on YouTube, and uh, and it's become very much one of the louder voices uh, when you're talking arm wrestling anywhere around the world. If you're talking arm wrestling, there's every chance Ryan Bowen's going to pop up in the discussion at some point, and uh, and so uh, and, and there was a, a you, you mentioned it yourself just more recently in one of your videos a, a low point where you you basically you you lost uh, you not lost a lot of weight but you downsized to compete um, at a at a lower weight. Uh, a division and then uh, had a loss um wasn't expecting it and your bounce back from that was uh well has led to the man that we now see today um beard and all so uh but it's not all just so tell us a little bit about that moment so you've gone in you've competed this was against coach ray and yeah. had a for many people an unexpected loss there and uh, you you seemed uh, you seemed well you, you almost looked ill i mean you you it downsized considerably, looked really thin, um, and uh, really and- weak. <laughs> <laughs> true, though, always true. I look like a, I look like a cancer patient. Um, do, do, do you look back at yourself and think, oh, this is, it doesn't even oh, look, look like me now? Those photos, it looks, it's terrible. I just think I can't believe that's me. Um, but it, like, it was interesting because at the time, I uh, so six months prior to the the match with Coach Ray, I was probably a ninety five kilo guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was making, I made the decision at the time of, I want to give myself the best chance of being, uh, at the top of the world ranks, um, or as close to it as possible within any given weight category. And, and I guessed at the time, I thought 85 kilos will be that weight category that I'll someday win a world title. That was my guess at the time. I thought I've done enough uh, strength work over the, the, the nine years at the time that I've been in the sport. And I thought, yep, I'll be ready once I just get to a, an appropriate weight category. So I started dieting down and um, I was 92 kilos before I got on the plane to go and face Coach Ray. And the, we were meant to meet at 90 kilos. I then got in the sauna and dehydrated down um, down to 80, 89 kilos and weighed in 
and looked terrible and got smashed. And I was like, mm. yeah, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, having having breakfast with the different um, guys that were there at the time, Yana Samalans in particular, um, I remember talking to him. Uh, he's one of the a multiple world champion Latvian arm wrestler himself and, and coach and mentor to, to Coach Ray. Uh, I said to him, what would you prescribe to me as a strength coach, arm wrestling coach, if you were? And he said, he said to recognize that you're not a 90 kilo guy, you are a 100 kilo guy and um, you should be getting a foundation of strength. Uh, your hand mm-hmm. is good, but you don't have the strength to back it up. Um, so that was pretty much when I made the decision. All right, go all in on foundation, base level foundation strength. Started eating a shitload of food, and uh, yeah, put my head down and trained hard. And you've 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 jumped quite significantly from eighty nine kilos to where are you now? About one hundred and seven, is that right? Uh, at AWE one, I was one hundred and seven kilos. Yeah, that's where I can be. I'm a bit lighter than that at the moment. Um, I'm about one hundred four at the moment, uh, but. Yeah, 107, comp ready 107. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 17, 18 kilo difference. <laughs> and and you'd never weight trained before in any of your other endeavors? Not with any degree of consistency. I, I mean, I've, I was, I grew up um, uh, enjoying random bits of weights here and there, uh, going to the gym with my buddies, that sort of stuff. In the army, we did generalized fitness and strength. Um, but I was, I was never, Never, never into powerlifting. Never into bodybuilding. Never into anything like that. That saw me in any gym in a consistent uh, level. I was always consistent with sport. I loved. I played things like tennis. I represented uh, the army in a whole bunch of different sports. But it was. I never focused on strength. Um, so arm wrestling was my first sport that that really dedicated to strength. But I, uh, for my first nine years, nine and a half years, uh, I was very. Um, intrigued by doing things differently uh, i was all, I like to, to to kind of give you an analogy i was always that guy if i played a video game that would as a kid would pick the most obscure combination of skills and try to win the game mm. that. i didn't like to do the, the the commonly known best approach i'm like nah screw that i want to do it a weird way so mm. I, I i uh i went all in on the hand and wrist very very specifically I tried to identify the most critical movements in the sport that were minute um, and become really strong at those things. And that served me well for a, for a season and a long time. It got me got me to where I was. Uh, but I eventually it was the loss to Coach Ray that really identified me. I could feel it physically that I'd hit a ceiling that I just couldn't really break through. And um, and that for me was like, all right, I guess I got it. I guess it's time to change uh, my, my approach. And yeah, so now I'm six, seven months into training, and I uh, for, for that six month block, I was coached by Sebastian Oreb, who is the same coach as Hafthor Bjorn. Uh, so a man that has taken Thor and others to world records. Um, so a man who knows what he's talking about in the world of strength. Someone who was an elite powerlifter himself. I think he had a 400 kilo squat, for example, at 100 kilos body weight. Mm. Um, strong dude, strong dude. Mm. So. Learning principles from him and being guided by Lachlan Adair as well. You guys know Lachlan, uh, 
Australia's number one ranked. Um, and how, how excited is Lachlan about all of this? Because I can just imagine Lachlan Adair is your best mate. He's a he's yeah. a beast. Uh, he's 140 kilos. Finally. And finally. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, a, he's a huge muscular guy. And he's, he's, he's probably been begging you to come to the gym. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, been, oh, nah. yeah Lachlan has been at me for about five <laughs> years on, Ryan, you need to do some fundamental strength, foundation strength training. Come on. like uh, And... and <laughs> And I, I could never listen to Lachlan because he was my, my best mate. I like, I just, I just couldn't do it. It's like you know, you, you don't want to listen to your dad when he's telling you off. You, but you'll, but you'll listen to your uncle. You know what you mean? Like it's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of like that. But, um, but I always get it back with Lachlan because I say to Lachlan, how many times have I taught you and showed you how to, uh, to up your social media to the point where it's your career? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. So, <laughs> We struggle to listen to, to each other in our own areas of expertise, but we, but now that now that I am uh, on board with it, uh, Lachlan is overseeing everything for me. He's 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 tweaking and guiding, uh, making sure everything we we got from Sebastian, uh, in a principle and functional sense, is being uh, appropriately targeted towards arm wrestling. I actually um, thought you were going to say now Lachlan's doing social media, loads of videos, documenting his journey, but no, no, he's not. Yeah, he's no, he hasn't quite got the yeah, but he, he, he wants to. He wants arm wrestling to be his pure career and mm. nothing else. And I'm like, well, you know what to do, Lachlan. Come on, I've been telling you this. <laughs> but um, so we'll see where that goes. But in the strength sense, he's he's guiding things and uh, it, it's been it's been very obvious, the results um, in terms of visually. Um, in terms of what I what I, what it actually translates to the table is very fascinating as well. Um, unexpectedly to me, it's my hand and wrist actually feels like it's made the gains. Um, hmm. Even though I've been focusing on my chest and my shoulders, my back, and all those other sort of base base level movements, um, now that I when, when I grip up with guys that I used to be balanced with somewhat. It now feels like my hand just dominates them. So mm. all of that extra base power is made all the, all the, all of the time and the years that I spent work making my hand uh, strong. Uh, it's it's now allowing even more dominance to happen in the hand respect. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say before my favorite lock on a day videos are the ones where he'll be deadlifting like three hundred kilos. But he'll be doing it in his own home gym in the in the, his own his backyard or something, and his son is like toddling around, and he'll he'll lift the three hundred, and then he'll very gently put the three hundred down, <laughs> so that, to not disturb the child that's running around. It's like, not to scare him. It's like, oh, okay, there's three hundred kilos. How are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Lachlan's I think Lachlan's got a three sixty kilo deadlift as his best. I think. Yeah. Not bad. Well, yeah, he's he's enormous, and uh, yeah, Australia's number one arm wrestler at the moment, and yeah, he will be featuring on one of our events coming up. So an AWE event, it Ooh, is. Just something to look forward to in the not too distant future. Ah. And, and and Ron, have you ever had like any form of dysmorphia or any uh, any hang ups about your own physicality, or or, or has it been a, always? <laughs> always, and now it's worse. I acknowledge its existence, the dysmorphia that I currently have, but I, I don't really care at the same time because I know I have two things going on in my head simultaneously. And I, I'm, I'm sure this is probably a common experience for anyone in this same basket. But when I look at my arms, when I look at myself in the mirror, I see myself as small. I really, mm -hmm. really, really, I do not see myself as having big forearms even. Mm. Um but I know the truth is my forearms are big. I know, I know that I know they're big <laughs> relative to everyone else out there in, in society. They are, but 
But they're just small relative to your wrist. That's that's the problem. If you had a smaller, like a normal human size wrist, you might think you've got a good size forearm. Like a chicken. Bone. Here we go. There, see, you had to go to widescreen just to fit the wrist in. The muscle can. <laughs> the, wrist the wrist has been good to me for uh, for hand control, but uh, but I, I do feel like it's that that's the that's the strength athlete's curse uh, is you're forever small. So. Um, yeah, and I mean, all our buddies, all, all of my buddies are strong. I don't have friends that aren't strong. Um, mm. I, just, I, just, I just don't. So were you I'm the not, weak not... one before? Was that was, was I, I was pretty skinny and weak. I was pretty skinny and weak at the start of arm wrestling. Um, mm. I've always been strong pound for pound, but... Um, that sounds like a yeah, good was... brand, <laughs> by the way. If you were gonna... <laughs> but but yeah, I've, I've, I've never been... I've never understood strength uh, like I'm starting to now. Yeah, and it's 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 addictive. It's 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 very enjoyable now. So, what did you not like about your body before, and what do you like about your body now? What don't you like mm. about your body, and what mm. what could you change if you had a little magic wand and you yeah. look like Matt Connolly? Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just on the aesthetic side, I never used to care as an arm wrestler. I never cared about my legs ever, like I didn't. <laughs> but in the last six months, I've developed a chest. And shoulders that I never used to have, and all of a sudden, it's really exaggerated how skinny my legs are. <laughs> there was a little video of me on the spin bike the other day. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like you're riding a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I would like to change. I would like to grow some legs. Um, I've noticed you've kicked in some of that training just in yes. the last week or two. Yeah, have you been able to walk? Uh, I'm doing isolated yeah. hamstring curls and 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 quadricep extensions, all that sort of stuff. Uh, oh. There's farmers carries, there's reverse hypers, there's lots of stuff in the program now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first week of that like? Yeah, like it, it, challenging. Uh, <laughs> I, I um I the first, after my first heavy leg day, Lachlan Adair uh, went over to his place and he, and he wanted me to work on some technique stuff with him and. And he said to me, the, the way one of the ways you get your foot stance correct, um, if you're unsure whether you should have your toes in or out, uh, he said, just jump for me as high as you can. And when you land, just just keep your feet naturally where wherever they land. And we'll have a look at what your feet angle is. And I jump as high as I can, and I just fall into a freaking <laughs> floor. When I land, I forgot that my legs were red. straight through the floor. My quads did not catch me. <laughs> <laughs> so we still don't know the answer to that question. No, yeah. So apparently I should start a deadlift from lying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. and, awesome. and, and so now you've been training. What, 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 now the chest is coming out, the back's coming out. It, 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 you, are you liking that? Is that is that something? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, nice to, it's nice to have have more muscular uh, chest and shoulders for sure. It, it translates well to the arm wrestling table as well. Um, uh, my my percent. Oh, interestingly, I was hoping to. Uh, I did a I did a bloody body body scan thing today. Oh, oh yes, I did a body scan thing today. Which which. So did you do a before and after or? I, yeah, eight weeks ago I I did one at uh, with the on the exact same machine, um, and. To be honest, I, I, I might as well throw it out. It was useless. And the reason I say it was useless is in the last six weeks, I've I've lost about three kilos, right? Oh, yeah. um, and the mirror test will tell me, I, I knew that was going to be the case. I've lost about three kilos. I've, I've trimmed up 
significantly in the waist. Uh, and that's mostly come about because I've introduced legs into the program. Like my just metabolism, the amount of calories I'm burning in a day, recovering from that has been up. And and over the last six weeks, I've really dialed in on my diet. Um, only eating whole foods, only drinking water, no soft drink, nothing. It's all it's all it's all been clean and really good. So it's the best six weeks I've ever had in nutrition, and I've been training like a beast. And I was looking forward to. It. I'm like, what's it going to say? Anyway, so it's, it tells me that compared to last time, uh, so I lost 2.4 kilos, uh, but apparently that 2.4 kilos was a 4 kilo loss in muscle and a 2.4 kilo gain in fat. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, no. It, it, the poor, the poor, the poor personal trainer that was doing it. Uh, she was like, oh, "I'm really sorry. I don't know what to say because she, she, she knows. She sees me train every single day in the gym. She knows me. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's all right. It just shows that the bloody machine is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm supposed big. to put both feet on there. That's why. <laughs> oh, right. it, was, oh. it really disappointed me because I was, I love data, and I was excited. I'm like, oh, it's got. I'm gonna have data, and I'm like. This is this is this is a joke. <laughs> like, people, people would quit their fitness journey if they got a report like this after mm-hmm. after eight weeks prior. But anyway, so I think I have. If I would truly want to want to know what my body composition is, I think I got to do like a DEXA scan or something like that. As if the last two years have taught us anything, you need to trust the science. And if that's what the data's saying, <laughs> that's, that's what yeah. saying. the saying. The two kilos that you lost it was actually four kilos of fat. <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Uh, when you're looking at the mirror, that's not that's not what you're seeing. You you are seeing you, mm. you're trimming up. You're feeling you're feeling like you're you're, you're filling out in all the right places and getting stronger where you need to be stronger. Yeah, I feel I feel really good. I, I I'm certain that I, I I I'm almost to the point where I'm ready to take a shirt off down the street. You know, like I mean, like that's you can do it now. Matt, Matt, you. I think the last time I was comfortable doing that was probably about 25 years old. So. Um, mm. it, was, it was a while ago. <laughs> oh, we, we had you at the beach. Remember, you came down in South Australia. My first I mean, I'm going for a swim, but I'm like, I'm not. I, was top everyone was topless. Top That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I've got the ginger thing. I've got to remember this, this Australian sun is pretty harsh. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having you your hat. Um, it's a sun cream or something because about 20 minutes in, you were, t- <laughs> you were turning pink. Most like this life. Yeah, I was like the background in your, your podcast room. There, that's the color <laughs> so so what's next so it, it's uh your you, you've gained significantly about 17 well 15 17 kilos and uh uh your this is a journey you're very definitely going to continue until you can get that t-shirt off so it's a matter of getting leaner a bit more muscular <laughs> a bit more vascular now is it you're looking for some uh yeah, some well, more of the it, aesthetics it, it, they are the lead goals the lead goal has become a, a world champion arm wrestler and but uh, I, I do believe that this process at the moment will result in some of those things that you were saying happening as a, as a byproduct. Um, my, my real goal in the strength is to, um, and this was something that Sebastian or Reb really, really imparted to me. Uh, Sebastian has coached many athletes from many uh, various sports and he never tries to coach them in that sport. He never tries to say, you need a specific, you need this specific strength for that sport. He says, I'm going to make your whole body strong and then you know what to do with it for your sport. 
Um, so functional strength, whole body functional strength is what my goal is. Uh, it, it is very nice, the idea of of continually getting more weight on the, the bench press, the deadlifts, all that sort of stuff. But I'm not going to I'm gonna I'm gonna be careful not to end up chasing those things as a priority. Um I my current bench one RM is one forty kilos. I I mean I'd love to bench one forty five by next month or something like that. Um but we'll just we'll see where it goes. The the, the end the biggest priority is that that I become a better arm wrestler. What was what was your starting point when you was it six months ago, seven months ago? You've jumped into the gym. Some of your starting numbers compared to what they are at this point. Yeah, the, well, the bench press one RM was one hundred five kilos, and now it's one forty. Um, That's massive. Yeah. Um, deadlift, I, I just had never really deadlifted ever. Um, I, I deadlift uh, one sixty double overhand now. Um. My, things like things like rows and all that sort of stuff. I, I, I uh, all the pulling motions are, are fantastic from arm wrestling. They, they've they've come to me really quickly. Uh, like so, a cable row I'll do. I might do uh, for RPE nine week. I might do uh, a set of set sets of eight with one hundred and thirty kilos on or something, and, and have form that is pretty solid. Like the very very minimal back inertia going into it. So. Um, that's where I'm at now. Oh, sorry. And at the start of that, my rows would have been around 90 for the same, same weight. So, mm. yeah. so and, and when you did first start doing bench press, cause it's a bit of an unusual movement, especially when you're much stronger on one side than the other. How did, how did you go with balance and just getting, uh, it, getting that still, right? It's still happening. Um, my, my right arm doesn't straighten. That's one factor. Um, so <laughs> we go. No locking out. Left arm. Yep. Right Ooh. arm. Okay, oh, that's from arm wrestling. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can see that there is a is an imbalance. That the right arm is considerably stronger um, in every movement in the gym, I've found. Uh, interestingly, on the bench press, even though my right arm is stronger, my left arm will always come up first when the load is reaching close to failure. Mm. It's yeah. like my my left arm, pat, my body pat, or my brain tells me, you're not going to get this next rep so right you got to take over the load it lets the left go up and then the right starts actually taking the majority of the load so my left arm always gets to the top first when it gets hard Um, so things like that are a challenge to try to correct um that said again to, uh, to go back on things sebastian talked to me about when i first started with him he said look look imbalance is not uh, necessarily um a problem it, it's just it just is what it is, and every athlete's different. Every person has their their stronger side. Um, we don't need to get it perfect. We don't need to get it balanced entirely. We just need to get, keep it functional and healthy and progress in overall strength. Uh, so um, I'm keeping that in mind, and uh, I, I'm I think the gap is closing slowly. But I never I, the, the left arm will never get to where the right is. I just I just don't think it's possible. <laughs> and and do you do you wake up? say 3 a.m. and just with the thought of arm wrestling coach Ray now that you're 108 kilos, is this something that just comes up? <laughs> I, get, I get asked that question a lot about when am I going to have a rematch with coach Ray. Um, I'm not going to ask for a rematch. I think that the rematch will come in the form of a casual side table pull next time or one, uh, on one occasion when we happen to be at the same event. Um, with the weight categories now being so drastically different, it would it'd be 
It'd be that's what I mean. That's what I want to see. I just want to see 107 kilo Ryan Barker. <laughs> Picking him up over the table. I'm your god now, Ray. <laughs> yeah, but if, if I if I couldn't beat Ray now, that'd be a problem. So uh, he is quite the significantly lower in, in weight, though, isn't he? I mean, he's yeah, he's he's, he's gone down since since our match. He's gone down. He's now like 85 kilos. Yeah. Huh. So he bulked up, and you had to cut down. Some yeah, he he bulked so. up for the match for 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 uh, um for me, and I I cut down. So yeah, I won't do yeah. it. Again. I won't do that again. No, no, I don't, and I think with uh, the, the competitor that's always bulking up in a sport like arm wrestling, where it's all tendons and connective tissue and all all of that type of thing, is is always going to have the advantage because when you when you're dieting and you're, you're dropping that weight it's it's all of that stuff that gets affected as 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 well as i mean certainly top in power but you know just the, just the stuff that connects everything seems to be less of it when you're uh, when yeah. you're dieting down and dehydrated yeah and and it, it, it's it's challenging um traveling time zones dehydrating um they're all accumulating factors that that uh reduce your, your strength for sure um compared to uh, like i always feel my best when i am really well fed and that's how i how i peak for a match is I, I i spend the last week prior to the match forcing an extra meal in uh compared to what i'd normally be doing and and hydrating maybe one and a half times what i'd normally be drinking in, in a day so i love to be feeling full and fat and almost a bit bloated that strong man kind of belly mm. power belly sort of look that you see that's how i like to feel when i go into a big match oh. I feel like I'm preparing for that match, but not actually having the match. <laughs> You're preparing for all. <laughs> I'm just trying to squeeze in that extra meal and stay hydrated all yeah. the time. Um, so, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> You'll be ready. So, so Ryan, just recently you released a, a really fascinating video where you kind of recaps kind of where you've come from, where you are at the moment and where you, where you want to go. And, uh, and I, I was really intrigued by that video even as somebody who kind of knows a little bit about what's going on there behind the scenes for you but um it, it perhaps explain that away so you 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 have built a, a, a following on youtube essentially documenting your journey developing a, a profile as a, somebody who, who wants to be a world-class arm wrestler and and now you're at that level um what's it all about now for you moving forward with your channel and how you're going to be presenting uh, yeah. uh your videos and um and, and your content moving forward yeah it, it has been a, a um you described it well with it saying it, it's been a documentation um when 10 years ago when i discovered arm wrestling and and i wanted it to be my career i identified yeah. that documenting the journey would probably be the um the best and most effective way to eventually arrive at the point of it being a career because there was no inherent pay structure within the sport that was going to provide for that unless you were absolutely the best guy in the world and even then it was still a questionable amount even to this day um, direct prize money is not really that much comparable to other sports. So, um, so I, I, I recognize that, okay, document the journey and uh, that in itself will lead to uh, growth in business opportunities and, uh, and will help drag me up as an arm wrestler. So I, I just went all in on that and, and through that process, uh, kind of found myself in a career through commentary and through documenting my own journey as an arm wrestler. Um, where I'm at now, I feel like I'm knocking on the door of the elite level. I feel like I am a, at the world world level pro, um, but I'm not quite at the elite level yet, and I'm, I'm close. So for me, and this is reflecting again on why I came to the strength journey, was I'd been splitting my energy between 
being a YouTuber and being a strength athlete. And I felt that I actually needed to take that 50% away from being a content creator and put it all in on the athlete if I am going to make it to the elite level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have been doing that for the last six months. Um, so my, my channel has, has reduced in terms of uh, high-end editing and, and uh, commentary and analysis of, of the sport like I was doing. Um, and I've gone into more just focusing on my journey. But I, I now am at the point where I'm like, I'm starting to get a better feel for it. And I, I, I want to go down the path of, of just doing more in the production sense to following my journey in the gym and, and chasing this. So rather than just being, there's a video of me bench pressing and nothing more, it'll be a much more enriched sort of uh, story behind it and what's going on. And, and, and uh, not necessarily, not, not vloggish, but, I don't know. I'm so, I'll, I'll find my feet, but so uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm making up words now. But um, it'll, you'll you'll see you'll see an evolution uh, on the channel for sure. Fantastic. And and if anybody is listening and uh, doesn't already subscribe to Ryan Bluebone's channel, certainly head over to YouTube or just, you know, start looking at arm wrestling videos on Facebook and Ryan will pop up sometimes yeah, very you, shortly thereafter. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just mention that the, we've got, so we do actually have uh, AWE number two, which is a big okay. event that we are putting on. Oh, yeah. But I was just going to put, shirts. yeah, well, the shirt. There we go. That's, oh, I didn't even mean to put this on. It's just, and look, Ryan's done the same. Thing. Oh, there we wow, go. There you go. The arm wrestling <laughs> entertainment number two event. But what I was, the point I was going to make there was that Ryan's opponent, uh, Adam Taranenko, has a very mm. similar sort of story to yours in terms of you both mm. started arm wrestling around the same time, started your content creation. You've both been on a 10 year journey mm. and you've sort of come together for this this moment here. And, and it's uh, Adam's muscled up recently over recent times as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, it's yeah, Adam's, Adam's proper jacked right now um he but he he's the, the russian spy as we like to call him he's a russian born and now american citizen so um we don't know if he's actually just collecting information or if he is he declares himself an american but we'll we'll, we'll find out <laughs> i did like that when we were creating posters you said which flag do you want in the background <laughs> no, I, didn't, I, didn't know I gave him the option that if he wanted the russian or the american flag he chose the american flag and i I've uh, been waiting for the retribution from the, the motherland to come through, but, uh, <laughs> but it will be. It's a good match because, yeah, we do have a very similar story. Um, there's a lot of parallels between us, and we've we've known each other for for a decade now. So um, I have beaten him once before, uh, so I'll do it again. <laughs> ah, July the second. July the second. July the second. Yeah, coming to you live via pay per view, so you can catch that pay per view um, with the athlete of choice. Mm. So uh, people can jump onto mm. uh, Ryan's channel, and uh, the, the pay per view will be available. But there, there's also an undercard and some uh, spectacular matchups that are taking shape right now. So uh, you know, if you if you can't quite afford the pay per view but still love your arm wrestling, there'll be plenty there for you. But mm. uh, if you've got an extra ten bucks, we've got a show for you. That's right. And uh, of course, uh, main eventing um, along with. Can we make the announcement? Well, we've got Lachlan Adair and uh, we can announce uh, that Jordan Seal. Yeah, that's okay. been announced. Is yeah, it? So. Has been, we're checking with Ryan. No one He's yeah. nodding, so we'll say yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. So uh, and yeah. and Jordan Seal. So yes. that that's a, that's a interesting matchup my favorite match on the entire card that i i'm really looking forward to this one 
Uh, it's for the AWE heavyweight title. Mm. Um, <laughs> current, current champ is is Latvian Gunter Zbikovs, super heavyweight. He's, he's 127 kilos or something. Yeah. This guy has won Latvian overalls. He's won Europeans. He's he's podiumed, I think, at the World Championships in his day. Um, he's he's a stud. But then there's <laughs> the Tahitian giant Marcus Atirai, who, oh. who 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 you have to say he obliterated his opponents. At AWE mm. one, and he yeah. he has stood up as as like uh, oh my goodness, hang on, this guy might mm. arrive. Devin Larratt's met Mark Satirai, described him as the strongest novice he's ever gripped. Uh, that was four years ago. Wow! Um, now he's starting to arrive in technique and understanding the sport. I spoke to Marcus last night, and he said, "I want to rip Gunter's arm off. Like I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to rip Gunter's arm off." Is what Marcus is. He's like, it's not. I'm not thinking about a match that is close or adjustments. I'm going to throw him to the side. And 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 that would have been said in the softest, nicest voice yeah. ever as well. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just going to rip his arm off. <laughs> Something along those lines. I can't wait for that. I can't oh, wait. For oh that my goodness! Yeah, you know that, that it, it was really interesting just reading through the comments after AWE won, and it seemed Marcus Atiri really all of a sudden every he was the chat. You know, everybody mm. was talking about Marcus, and it was a real breakthrough moment because not only did he beat one high level competitor, but then he, he jumped in last minute and decided to mm. take on Lachlan Carpenter, who was uh, the Australian Open Weight Champion, yeah. and uh, and yeah. was um, he made uh, two yeah. of Australia's best look like they were non-existent. Mm. Yeah, he, he, the pin he got on Adam Laura, the first pin, it, that was the one of the hardest pins I've ever heard. If you mm. go, it's, it's on YouTube. If you look up Adam Laura versus Marcus Atirai, I'm looking for that first round, and and uh, and Marcus slams Adam's hand. Into, yeah. It was a crack. It was a crack. Yeah. Seismic meters in China. Yeah. They've, they've got it registered. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I genuinely like like Gunters is a Gunters is a very talented armorist. Like he's not only big and strong, but he's very he's a very good armorist as well. So, like like for me as the arm wrestling uh, commentator and fan, I look at this match and and as a, as a training partner of Marcus Atirai, I'm scared for Marcus. I'm like Marcus Gunters is really good. Mm. He knows how to move, and he's strong, and he's tall. And Marcus is like. Not gonna matter. <laughs> I'm, not throwing them off the table. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, so do you have a, do you have a prediction, uh, Ryan? With respect no, to I'm that too scared one. to say anything, Dave. I'm too scared to say. And a hundred dollar bet like, is going on. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't do well betting against South Australians of uh, so far. So look, look, Gunters has to be the favourite. He is the champ. He's incredibly experienced. That 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 adds up to a lot. But Marcus Atirai, I, I agree with what Devin said. He has stronger base power than anyone else in the country. Mm. He does. He has. I've, I've watched him do 82 kilos of back pressure uh, on on a on a direct cable uh, with with no no sliding of the elbow, no getting underneath on the angle. Just 82 kilos, mm. and you're like, okay, the, the dude has a lot of power. <laughs> so I think Marcus is strong enough. I don't know if he's good enough. But I, he's he's feeling confident enough that he can do it. So it, it, to me, if he beats Gunters, we've got 
uh, we've got a superstar being being born to the world of arm wrestling. Mm. That's going to be an incredible one. And uh, AWE uh, Junior Belt is on the line once again. So uh, we've got Hamza Hamza Hodgick mm-hmm. um, and come, up uh, against- Ethan Tunstall. Uh, Ethan Tunstall, yes. So, uh, and how do you see that one, Ryan? That one, that one, I am happy to say that I think I think Brisbane's going to get the win. Ooh, I, I underestimated well, another hundred dollar bet going on. Two hundred dollars on the line now. <laughs> yeah, I, I did grip up with Hamza the day after, and I was incredibly impressed with him. Um, but I do, I do train with Ethan literally five days a week, and uh, I think he has the tools and the strength to do it. But it'll be, it'll be a good match. It'll be a, it'll be a dangerous match for both of them. Yeah. They're, I think uh, I think they both have the tools to win. Uh, it's just going to come down to who can control the high ground. And I think I think Ethan comes in as the heavier, taller guy this time, where Hamza had that advantage over Jamie. Mm. Uh, I think Ethan has that advantage over Hamza. Not maybe not in height, but certainly in weight. Certainly in weight. Uh, Ethan is one hundred five kilos. Yeah, well, Hamza's now one hundred and twenty five kilos and six foot seven. So. Uh, <laughs> It's been a month. Uh, yeah, so he's growing that quick. Um, so that's the great thing with the juniors. You never quite know who's going to be walking into the cage. Um, so, uh, yeah. That, that will be a, an amazing match. So it's the junior belt, so 20 years and, un, and, and under. under. Uh, so Ethan's sitting right at 20 years old, I yep. think. And, uh, yeah, Hums is 17. 17. 17. So, yeah, he had his uh, school formal just before right. AWE won. That, was, right. uh, that was the night before. You have to sneak away from the weigh-ins for, uh, for the school formal. For the, <laughs> turned up to the formal late because he had the weigh-ins at AWE won. So, uh, so yeah, so oh. some very uh, impressive matchups. And uh, Mario Tempakis is taking on Ryan's opponent on the left arm. Oh, uh, yeah. Adam Taranenko and Mario Tembakis will have a a match on left. Mm. Uh, That'll be exciting as well. Very interesting. Very interesting, that one. And we've got less. Adam is is somewhat of a left specialist, too. He's actually ranked number one in the USA on the left arm at um, at 220 pounds. Mm. So he's – it should be a good match. Mario is, of course, uh, one of the studs of Australian arm wrestling, particularly on the left arm as well. So – um, Mario probably five kilos heavier than Adam, but uh, I think it'll be a good match. Um, yeah, I hope Mario takes it, but it could go either mm. way. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the main event? So we've got Lock on Adair, Australia's number one arm wrestler. Incredibly strong guy, very big, very powerful. He's taking on an, the American Jordan Sill. Uh, can you tell us a little mm. bit about Jordan Sill and why this will be an exciting match? Yeah, Jordan the Thrill Sill, they call him. Um, if you've followed American arm wrestling, you'll you'll know the name Jordan Sill. He he's someone who has pins on Todd Hutchins, uh, pins on Rob Vigin Jr. He's he was for a long time a train a regular training partner of John Brzezink when uh, they lived, both lived in Utah. Um, John speaks incredibly. John, being the greatest arm wrestler of all time, speaks incredibly highly of, of Jordan Sill. He has an enormous hand. Uh, one of his features is that he just doesn't let people slip. He just controls you. And uh, that, is, that is that is the main weapon. And he backs it up then with enormous arm as well. So he, he is, he's been arm wrestling for, I think, 15, 15 years or so. Very, very accomplished arm wrestler. Um, his weight usually ranges anywhere from 220 to 240 pounds. So uh, that sits very to, to Lachlan's, uh, and that should be an, an amazing main event. I think that uh, Lachlan actually is the slight favourite, given he's got the home ground advantage, but it, it's going to be a big one. That's mm. exciting as well. There's uh, all these matches that are on the card. It's uh, they're so competitive. It's like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. It, when, when you can't sort of pick a clear winner and say, oh, that guy's obviously going to win. You know, it's a squash match. 
all of these, it's like, oh, I don't really know. <laughs> it could go either way, yeah, but they're all going to be amazing matches and all going to be incredibly exciting. So, I mean, I'm interested to know it, it, when Lachlan, for instance, competing against Jordan, who's got a really big hand, how, how does Lachlan prepare for that in training? Mm. Yeah, well, it's interesting because, like, Lachlan is is a somebody is wear a baseball glove. <laughs> Lachlan is an inside puller, so he he typically uh, wants to. He's comfortable in the hook for sure. Um, Jordan, Jordan is someone that I would, I would characterize his style as he denies people's top roles and forces them into a hook. But then once they're in a hook, he doesn't really dig down and stay supinated. He likes to drag and rotate. So. Um, so you can imagine a drag and a rotation style hook from Jordan up against a uh, a supinated style side pressure based hook uh, from Lachlan. Um, it's interesting because I think Jordan has to be careful how close to the fire he goes. If he gets too close to Lachlan's arm, Lachlan's arm will be too too much for him. Uh, he's got to keep it high in the wrist um, and, and keep that keep it away from Lachlan's big power. But and for Lachlan, it's 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 vice versa. He wants to drag um, Jordan down. Uh, he wants to get him closer to him on the table. If if he can bring Jordan to his side of the table, um, it'll be it'll be over. But of course, bringing him to attempting to bring Jordan to his side of the table will make Lachlan's wrist vulnerable. So Lachlan will Lachlan may need to tra- uh, trade uh, that that forward and back real estate by. Coming to the front of the pad, which is going to effectively reduce his own side pressure potential and increase Jordan's, but it will secure his hand. So there's a lot of trade-offs that could happen. Um, I expect Jordan to attack the the hand and wrist of Lachlan and Lachlan to just bang hard sideways and, and try to get it arm on arm. Mm, first of four, uh, all these matches on the card. Will first be first of four. To four. Mm. Yeah, so I love, I love the first of four format. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I'm so thrilled that AWE has adopted the first of four. Uh, I think it provides just enough time for a comeback um, mm-hmm. potential. Someone can fade out that was looking dominant, and then all of a sudden there's a comeback on. It, it gives us great opportunity for many styles to be employed. Um, wrestling is not a not a black and white story a lot of the time, and um, surprises, counterattacks, it opens it up for all that. So I love mm-hmm. the first of four format. Yeah, I love seeing a comeback, and that's that's one of the things. If somebody is an explosive arm wrestler and they're just blasting through the early rounds, doesn't necessarily mean that that they can win the match because you know you might get the first three, you might be up three zero, thinking that everything's going great, but you've gassed out. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when your opponent's like, "Oh, I've got I've got this now," <laughs> and then they, you know you see that comeback and it's like that build of momentum, and the other person's like, "I just got to get one more." <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I love that that. Uh, ability to do that i think the four rounds really uh suits that quite well mm, yeah yeah some some very warmly received uh, innovations in the awa and i think first of four is uh, going to prove to be one of those um and just to make the sport more watchable as well as uh the the conflict resolution um so that uh, on the spot uh any any issues that may arise from a referee's decision can be dealt with in a really timely and professional manner so you don't have circumstances where the athletes having to plead to the officials or to the promoter or to anybody who might be watching (laughs) pay-per-view to to kind of uh uh settle the matter so um, there's uh uh, yeah, there's a, there's certainly a few few innovations there in the arm wrestling world mm. that uh, AWE's been able to inject so far, and it's a very very short life. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. One of the things that we would have liked to have done in, uh, on the first one, and this is what... Oh, topless. Yeah, it's topless. It's yeah, all just topless. tattoo the AWE and on the front. It's in a pool of jelly. Um, no, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, we, we wanted to sort of briefly give the audience the ability to know what sort of rule set that we're running under. And, mm. and one of the things that we really wanted to highlight was that we're not calling micro fouls. Like, it, it's... If your elbow just very slightly lift up for half a second and it doesn't affect the outcome of the match in any way, keep going. Mm. We're not even going to call it a running foul. It, it just keep going. Yeah. You know. Whereas you'll find a lot of other organizations, they'll call that and they'll, they'll actually stop the match and then they'll restart it all. And it's very sort of wasted. Mm. It, it, trying to watch a match like that and then you know you, they're just getting into it and then it's like, oh, hang on, stop it, start again, and they go again and then they slip and then they get another foul and it's like. Oh, God. When's the actual match going to happen? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that was one of the things we, we did implement. And uh, so there was, and you did, would have seen this in your match with uh, Matawarengi, Hedamoros, is in, I think it was the second round, you hit very hard. And uh, Matawarengi's elbow, it dropped off the side of the pad uh, for a, you know, a quarter of a second. It just went off and on, um, mm. which, you know, in any other organization, they would have said that that's a foul. Um, but, you know, it, it didn't affect, anything in terms of the outcome of his positioning or anything like that. So he continued and, and was not called. But yeah, those little little changes that we're trying to make to make it more exciting, more, that's why we're calling it arm wrestling entertainment because mm. uh, we're looking to, you know, put on matches. We want to see a result every time. Mm. Absolutely. Good stuff. Love it. Awesome. First of well, July, Dan. Second of July. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> I just I just did a ch- chuck it in a bit of a promo. First of July for USA, second of July for Australia. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. First, first of July. So, uh, yeah, you, I mean, people, people. I don't know. Is it too early? Can they pre-register? I don't know. Is is that something they can do? Oh, yeah, the probably the link's not open yet. Not as of yet, but it will no. be in the next week. We'll, we'll if, remind people as we get closer. I'm sure there'll be a couple of opportunities we'll for us. Poking to, them. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only promotion we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so a whole lot more coming your way. So if you are an arm wrestling fan, then stay tuned because uh, AWE2 is coming. 1st of July or 2nd of July, it just depends on what part of the planet you happen to be on at the time, of course. And you'll see the man on screen and his beard and all of his muscularity as we've been discussing on – Inside the cage and beside the table uh, and, uh, and, and across from, from Artem. Artem is uh, going to be flying all the way over from America via Russia uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be here. Um, so, uh, well, thank you very much for all of your time, Ryan. Um, certainly appreciate it. It's been exciting watching your journey over the last few months and seeing this transformation take place before our very eyes. And, uh, and great to see that you're feeling strong and healthy and, and optimistic about the future. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I really appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys at AWE2. Awesome. Let's get a double bicep pose in just before oh, we man. go. We, we need a muscle. There uh, we go. We've got the wide range. I'm just kidding. I'll be the most I muscular. Really I'll embarrass myself. I there we go. Look at that. <laughs> there we go. There's we, the, we need to have a muscle There's button. the white swan. <laughs> there's the white, mighty white swan. There's the <laughs> well, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Ryan Blue Bowen. And if people uh, want to uh, follow Ryan's journey, they can do so by heading over to his YouTube channel, Ryan Blue Bowen. Of course, uh, jump onto Facebook, do the same. Uh, make sure that the videos are popping up in your feed. And if you get a few minutes of time, then head over to the Pound for Pound website, where you will see awesome. world leading 
uh, strap technology uh, now on offer in the store. So uh, Pound for Pound will be your home for the very best competitive and training arm wrestling straps you can find anywhere on the planet, as far as we're concerned. I'll just put that in explanation. <laughs> but, uh, but Ryan, you, you've actually been putting in an enormous amount of work in getting these straps just right because you, you did have yeah. a strap previously in store, which I think we might even have a couple somewhere yeah. here yeah, in the studio. I, 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 just, I, I, yeah. I strap up wrestling, I, uh, and I just want to – that that has been the product I've been working on the most uh, back and forth with manufacturers uh, getting it right. So um, I think we're at that point now. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing that over, over the tables in competitions. Fantastic. So, and that—that that is the strap of choice for the AWE. So that's what you'll be uh, seeing there. And of course, by the time the AWE two rolls around, you'll be able to find the straps in store. So uh, stay tuned for that and a whole lot more of Ryan Bluebond. Just simply follow him and make sure that you're you're staying in touch and following this man's journey. He's one of the greats of the sport and uh, is uh, one of the most exciting people that uh, you can keep in contact with in the world of arm wrestling, combat sports, well, any sport. Just uh, just follow this man. So. Uh, um, and beard growing, of course, as these uh, world 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 leader. Um, so, <laughs> and uh, all brought to you today by Roll Clean. That's a, a big shout out to Roll Clean and uh, Beard. What was the Beard place? Beard. Yes. Get a Beard struggle. Beard struggle with the arm wrestling is the code. You can get twenty percent off. Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. Just arm wrestle. Should be just AWE, it's easy. Um, but <laughs> Armistel, uh, you can head over there, Beard Struggle, get yourself 20% off, get nice luscious beards just like this and just like this. And, of course, uh, you know, make sure that you're rolling clean and that they've got your back. Roll clean. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Cheers, guys. Yeah.